0: Welcome to Three Devs and a Maybe, the podcast series for beginner web developers and general web enthusiasts. Now introducing your show hosts, Michael Budd, Fraser Hart, Lewis Keynes, and Ed Mann. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Free Devs and the Maybe, episode 26. Uh, this week, we are lucky enough to have a very special guest in Joe Watkins. Uh, welcome, Joe. Hi. Hi. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Good, I'm good. Here.
0: Good. Well, thanks very much for uh, joining us this week. Uh, I know we have got a lot of questions for you, so, um, and, uh Yeah. Uh, but we'll start off the show in the usual fashion and uh, we'll just go around the table. I should mention that this is the first week we haven't got Fraser because he's uh, he's gone off to, I think he's in California at the moment, is that right?
2: No, I think that's right, Yep. Isn't he on a, uh, on a Rod Stewart reunion yeah. world tour or something like that? <laughs> yes. is, it, is he the lead groupie or something like that? He does yeah. like Rod Stewart, he is a massive that's fan that. of Rod. I can't believe it, he comes up with Barry Manilow for me and the best I can retaliate with is Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, should have, I should have given that more thought.
0: No, that was a worthy effort. That's good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he might be joining us for like a little uh, cameo role tonight at some point. So we'll cameo, keep an eye. Out for him. Cameo, He's like,
3: hey, it's Fraser
0: tonight, <laughs> Matthew. I'm going to be Fraser. <laughs> exactly. Um, but let's start off for you, Edman. Then, what have you been up to this week? Anything that you can tell us? Anything exciting?
3: Uh, well, I went to someone's birthday on Sunday.
0: Oh, yeah. Because obviously
3: in England we had the bank holiday. I think it was, I think there was, wasn't it Memorial Day in America as well? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So, um,
2: yeah, on Sunday we had Lou's 31st birthday in Tunbridge, Wells. Did you say Memorial Day? That's so ironic because my memory of Sunday (laughs) is uh, is minimal.
3: Oh, (laughs) from about eight
0: o'clock onwards, anyway, which I think is about the time that Mike got there.
3: It was beautiful.
0: It it's really great was. because I drove uh, basically for eight hours on a Saturday back from a stag. <laughs> Cause you,
3: yeah, back from a stag do in Derby of all places.
0: Got home, drove off to Tunbridge Wells to just to make the special effort to see my good mate Lou. Uh, and today he tells me he doesn't remember talking to me at all. I do I remember like, you
2: being there, oh. <laughs> oh, just, just not
3: talking. you just, just remember his face. Not
0: the I, conversations we had. Yeah, I have that effect on people. Don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, it was a <laughs> it was a top top. Uh, evening i really enjoyed it so uh i don't I'm remember new. you
3: being there actually to be honest
0: Sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah, no one remembers you mate it's
0: just wow what, why
2: what did it well. take you eight hours where were you coming back from
0: uh from derby yeah i had, oh, a, uh, had a little stag do up why there are,
2: so. a der-
3: why is stag doing derby of all places
0: uh, uh hi hi derby by the way yeah
3: hi That's i mean Tuesday. it's a great place i'm sure it's a great <laughs> place discriminate against is this is when joe tells me he's originally from derby and this is gonna be awkward but yeah <laughs> so why in derby
0: I've no idea, but to be honest, it does have quite a good nightlife. I mean, uh, I'm not really into that thing. I mean, I was in a nightclub and I was thinking, I just want to be at home with a mug of Horlicks and my slippers. <laughs> but if you're into that kind of thing, Derby is not bad, actually. It's pretty good. Um, oh, brilliant. But yeah, I mean, that journey should have taken three and a half hours, but it's just bank holiday weekend traffic, so there we go. Well, it was uh, good to see you, though. It
3: was good to see you. It was a great yeah. night out. I mean, it was yeah, definitely – I liked uh, yeah, lose power nap. But that was a clever one. Oh, because I was trying, to
2: was trying not to. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter.
3: It doesn't matter. It was a great night, and I can
2: um, say it's was, the first time I've ever done that. It, it was great.
3: It worked. I mean, that, you did. know, you can't, you can't, you know, knock it if it works. And uh, <laughs> other than that, what else I've been up to? We're doing normal work, playing yeah. around mainly with Sphinx at the moment, having some fun with that, uh,
0: and also Of uh, Sphinx, right?
3: Well, yeah and no. Like, I mean, there's other ones like Soda and stuff like that. But I kind of initially started out with Sphinx, so I've kind of Using it, you know, because I've got the most experience with it and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and it's sure. not
3: bad and it works pretty well. Yeah, it's kind of like why use something out. And I mean, with solar I think you have to use Java, you have the JVM install and stuff like that. And at the moment, I'm trying to keep dependencies low on the server. So I don't want the JVM. But anyway, moving yeah. on, because I know you want to talk about Java and how much you love it. So it's an <laughs> awkward one um so, <laughs> so yeah done that. and then playing actually playing around with some routing stuff so i've been playing around like making just fun like a php routing class you know everyone wants to do that it's pretty much like a, a slim sinatra kind of clone but it was it was taken from a, a article that uh nikich i think i've said that right i don't know joe have i said that right or have i completely it's nikita nikita thank you nikita and he did like this really great like uh blog post um pretty much not ripping apart, more analysing this this uh, another extent, uh, p Well, it's a C extension I think in PHP called Pux Pux I think, and it kind of said you know it was the quickest way of being doing the routing and stuff, and he was able to just in PHP land using regular expressions and some funky stuff in regular expressions to pretty much rival if not actually beat the performance of that C extension. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'll give that a little go. And regular expressions always scare the hell out of me. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, they're so powerful and amazing. And then he was doing this stuff and I was like, oh, this is great. So I've been doing that and, yeah, it's been a pretty interesting week.
0: Yeah, regular expressions, it's kind of like the whole, um, you know, Spider-Man thing, isn't it? Like with great power comes great responsibility, <laughs> I guess. But, yeah, they, they can be really good or they can really come and bite you in the backside, I guess.
2: But, I have a two-point plan with regular expressions. Copy and paste. Try it. If it doesn't, repeat
0: this one <laughs> and two. Yeah. <laughs> Just
3: go right. around in this circle and try again. <laughs> Copy and paste.
0: Yeah. Uh, any any other exciting stuff? Or...
3: Um, uh, I've got loads of picks this week, but other than well, that,
0: we'll do okay. that
3: later. We'll do that later. I'm
0: sure. We'll, we'll do uh, we'll do yeah. hot picks in a second. Then hot, yeah, I guess. Hot,
3: why hot picks? Hot I
0: don't, picks. don't know. It's, uh, it's do always, always hot picks. Hot picks. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I'm not grinning you. That
2: sounds really hard.
0: <laughs> How about you, Lou? Uh, how has your week been?
2: My week's been been pretty good on the whole, actually. I uh, I was off work Thursday and Friday last week. I went up to the old golf at Wentworth. Did uh, Did any of uh, you watch it on TV? Probably not.
3: I was going to. Why did? <laughs> well, I,
2: as you guys yeah. guys know, I'm I'm a keen golfer, so uh, that's my little my little birthday treat to myself that I do every year. So. Uh, Although it was it was pretty wet and uh, there were two thunderstorm delays on the first day, I yeah I had a great time. It was brilliant. Who, so, who, was, uh, play,
3: uh, who was who was playing like, like uh,
2: all the all the main European tour, tour players? Uh, Luke Donald, Justin Rose, Rory McIlroy. Um, oh,
3: didn't he break up with his wife, uh, like? He yeah, was like, yeah. What's that about? What a mean guy? Well, yeah. the lesson there? It,
2: it gets engaged, and splits up breaks- from his fiance, and then wins his first tournament after that. What does that say? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. god knows what that supposed to mean yeah but anyway um <laughs> coincidence, yeah, then I, coincidence. Yeah, I had my my birthday over the weekend which was which was brilliant so i'm told how, how much do you, yeah, no, was thinking, how
3: much do you remember this birthday
2: no, I do. I, I remember all of it pretty much, but I, did, I just don't remember the exact conversation that I had with Mike. That's, that's why oh, I woke God. up Sunday morning feeling really guilty, because I know how much it took for you to get down there and what day
0: you had. Not at but, all. I had a great time, and the food was amazing, but uh, yeah, probably to talk about it in the podcast. Did you, but, did
2: you get yeah. to have any of the cake?
0: Uh, yeah, we brought some cake home with us. Oh, good. So, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, that fine. was amazing.
2: But um, one of my two freelance jobs has now gone live, Hooray! which is good. Yeah which is uh which is nice, nice to get one done I'm still still doing a few bits to it but it's uh How, yeah, it's how's the released. client how's the client been are they nice Fine, yeah. over? feedback's been, been brilliant and <laughs> so they just said could you just no no none of that none of that so that's good oh, no that's he's nice. written me a nice testimony as well because i'm obviously i'm having my site designed as well at the moment ah, so very nice i've seen some designs for that now i've got my logo which i'm very happy with and uh yeah, going through the design process for the rest of it. I hope to have that completed within the next week or so and then hopefully I can get that built and uh and launch. It'd be nice to actually have a website of my own, seeing as uh, that's what I do for a living now. So <laughs> <laughs> And uh and then a whole world of pain with with the other freelance project that I'm going that I've been working on. So <laughs> Yeah, it's been the bipolar opposite, hasn't it, really? It's oh, one's
3: gone smooth as anything and the other one's just like road bump after road bump.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not been not been fun. I'm I'm uh, I'm now testing my skills as a designer myself to try and get this project done by the deadline. So, uh, watch this space. Could be interesting. <laughs> any, any,
3: you know, you need any recommendations or any input, just go to Mickey. He is design god. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's,
0: awesome. He's well, I excel. don't know. It isn't worth knowing, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what were the uh, the main complexities? Of, I don't know if you can talk about it or not, but obviously, the design thing, I know you had a bit of a nightmare with. Is there any other areas that have been particularly challenging or.
2: Well, the big problem that, the problem that I had with it is um, – I, I can't remember if I mentioned the whole process of using Design Crowd last week, but you, you basically put your brief on there and, and designers will basically compete for it. And the way they'll do that is they'll all kind of send you screenshots of their homepage or maybe one other page as well. And you get your client to pick what which one is their favorite. And then once that initial deadline passes, the, the chosen uh, designer then has like another week window, week period to uh, – to then work on the inner pages and get the whole thing done. So uh, we got to phase one happily, and she was she was perfectly happy with the uh, design she picked. Bearing in mind that we had about I think we had about thirty five responses as well. So they were they were all really good. But then, literally, from the moment we picked this designer, the the conversation just stopped, just completely stopped. And then suddenly, I I got um, an email from him three or four days after I initially contacted him and with all these links to this WordPress site that he'd built and everything, full <laughs> WordPress integration, which I hadn't asked for. Oh, damn. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if this thing was just a, a cheap WordPress template that had been molded into something, but all the inner pages looked the same and none of the images or content that we'd sent had been included. It's all just uh, lorem ipsum text throughout and just no work had gone into it at all. So... Trying to get that sorted was a nightmare, but Design Crowd have been very, very good, and they've refunded me most of my money back. So that's good. I've just now got to figure out how I'm going to proceed to uh, to get to the deadline with it.
0: Well, you'll both be pleased to know that I have actually commissioned a designer to come up with a new design for Michaelbud.org. Obviously, I know that's probably going to be very Your unpopular. Website's decision. lovely,
3: though.
0: Well, I know I don't see any area for improvement. Oh, as long as you've got
3: the animation, the canvas animation at the top, we we'll keep that.
0: Some people have. You won't believe this, but some people have given negative kind of criticism. I,
3: I don't know. Does it. Joe? Does Joe need a link to see the site?
0: I think Joe's too busy to be yeah, honest with you. No, if I
3: put it in the old chat window, maybe Joe can give you know some feedback. I like the site. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: It is responsive.
2: I will say that in my defence. <laughs> Do you mean when you when you click enter, it loads up? Is that what you mean?
0: Well, sometimes actual, it does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, this is this is beautiful. Obviously, there you go. You
0: see, <laughs> stamp of approval thanks joe cheers uh yeah i am gonna get that done at some point can i one question uh i can't take questions right now no (laughs) (laughs) No comment no comment go
2: on uh hold on i'm just testing the responsive element oh no it's all right now you uh oh nice oh yeah no fully responsive that answers my question i i just had it loaded up at an unfortunate screen resolution
1: (laughs) i have a question oh no That colour that you've chosen there is brown.
2: (laughs) Is it supposed to be gold? No, Uh,
1: no, no, it is brown. (laughs) It is brown. You've made a a brown website.
0: (laughs) I have made a brown website. You've made Uh, a brown
2: on brown on brown with a brown shadow. To be fair, you've made it work.
0: That's all. Is there any amount of money that can make this conversation stop? And I I was thinking this.
3: I think (laughs) I've completely opened up. I'm really sorry. Uh, Moving on. So any. Lou, that's that's your week done. Is it been a it's been a good
2: one? Yeah, I think so. That's yeah, that's pretty. It's been yeah, that's everything for me. Without awesome. hugging the, hugging everything.
0: Yeah. Okay. People
2: don't want to listen to me wafting on, they want to listen to our special guest.
0: That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, Joe, can we ask you about your week or if it's too top secret, don't worry. But uh anything you can tell us about that you've been working on this week? Brown websites. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, nothing nothing brown. Uh, no, um, yeah, I started the week pretty normal, pretty quiet. Um, there's a new new branch of PHP being worked on, and uh, I've got quite a lot of code to convert. So I was just sort of quietly doing that.
0: Right. And, uh,
1: uh, then I made a post on PHP.net last night,
3: and things went a little less quiet.
1: <laughs> they were less they were less quiet after that. Yeah. Can we have um, a link, please? Oh, uh, say, uh, well, php.net is yeah, right. If right go ahead, php.net, you'll
3: be able
1: to... Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that
2: bit. I thought it was... Sorry.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I made that last night, and uh, it seemed pretty productive last night. Everyone yeah. was quite positive that it was a good idea, and then this morning, I sort of... Kn- that It was not so positive. That's and a really uh, good way... That's a politically good way of wording it. It was not so positive. I think it's probably going to be removed actually. It's probably really? going to be removed.
3: Why do, I, I don't understand why they're so against it when it just tells you pretty much what exactly what you need to know.
1: Yeah. I, I don't I don't understand it. It should be simple, shouldn't it? It should be a case of what's happening. Yeah. And like, letting
3: everyone know and like as you said there was like misinformation out in the world you might as well correct yeah. it like because people are going to start thinking it's real.
1: Yeah. And um, that's where that's where they get their facts from. And pe- people on the internals list were like, "Well, why don't they just read the patch?" Well, they can't, can yeah, they? That's
3: it. I mean, Yeah, exactly. Speaking from me, I, I, yeah, I can't. You know, it's like people need to just know it in a simple way, like to be able to.
1: There's only there's only like a probably a handful of the internals developers that are involved in the conversation that can really look at the patch and see what what it is and why, and and they can all talk about it till they're blue in the face, but. I'm not convinced that they really understand it as 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 well as they would Cause like the, everyone. Because because
3: the, <laughs> the, the confusion is that it it, it that people think that you're good. It's implementing a JIT, isn't it? A just in time like added addition.
1: Yeah, that's what the, that's what it stemmed from. Someone someone on PHP classes put in a podcast that it it, it had a it had a JIT already, and that uh, we'd copied HHVM, and it was all very doom and gloom, and it was all about how the end of PHP was coming. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought, well, that's not true. Uh, that would be then, very,
2: very uh, bad news for me.
1: <laughs> um, PHP classes, no one really takes that seriously, no. but then SoftPoint picked up on it, and that sort of semi is serious because that that people do that is people do go to there for their information. You know, maybe not maybe not me or you, but quite a lot of people go go there for their information. Yep.
3: Absolutely, and, and that just starts off this trickle effect, doesn't it? Where people then start saying it, and it just becomes actually fact. When actually, a simple post like this. Just says no. That's that is what's actually happening. Fine. There we go. Yeah. It wasn't.
1: It wasn't a case of we need to explain how it works and how it does what it does. No. We just need to say this is what it actually does do. Um. Uh, it's the PHP Next Generation post. Oh, it yeah. is that one.
3: Yeah, the, the that's Next Generation. Yeah. Out.
2: Okay. I mean, it's a
3: great, I mean, that's another thing, like how, I mean, this must be a massive change as well in the PHP, well, I assume in core, it's quite, well, it's a massive change in core, and also, I mean, will there be much userland stuff that will change other than just the fact that performance will be better for the code that we already have?
1: Um, well, it, um, well um, it doesn't open up any sort of anything in terms of, we can't do anything, like, syntactically new we can't it doesn't really open up anything there but it um i suppose it allows us to in a way be be, be more complex in what we do do a lot of the time we've got a sort of stop at a. if we go to do something if we go to do something in one of our own personal projects um we'll do whatever our skill set will allow um we'll use all the tools that are disposable, uh, yeah. disposable and, and whatnot. When you're working on a project like PHP, you've got to consider, well, the bus factor, you know, what if I get hit, hit by a bus tomorrow and someone else has got to maintain this then, and then they've got to understand it then. So there is sort of that, in everything that we do has got to be sort of a, a, a mediocre complexity, and that probably that probably holds us back in, in, in certain areas, especially when it comes to this this sort of thing. Um this sort of thing, where they make very specific sort of almost seemingly unrelated changes that then add up to this big impact. Um, the,
3: the, um, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, and it's it's funny because it's been over the last year. Then this has been happening, and obviously I mean, it's only just been released. Uh, really,
1: yeah. And I mean just we just heard about it now, and I thought, you know. Uh, as well as tackling the the misinformation it it also serves the purpose of encouraging those people that think it's okay to go into a room for a year and work on a project on their own without telling anyone that it's not okay and that actually they should probably announce that and they should not only announce it to a few developers that might understand it they should try and make it palatable and say here's what we're doing, here's why here's where it might lead
3: that's all, yeah. That's awesome. That would yeah. That really would be that transparency of you know, yeah. Not everyone knows what's going on, but then not everyone needs to know. It's just kind of having that high level view of something, the concept, yeah. instead of the actual implementation details.
1: Someone who doesn't understand the implementation details is just as affected as someone who, who does, but they they just don't understand the details. But they're just as affected. You know that they uh, they get the same benefits and they pay the same. Price as anyone else for any particular feature, so yeah, it would be it would be an ideal, but it's been uh, the response is rather negative.
3: <laughs> oh, I mean, you've had you have had some good response though from like Phil Sturgeon and I C Maxwell and stuff like that, so that's been a great kind yeah, of it's comfort.
1: It's emerged that the the idea was not actually to put it on the PHP homepage. The idea was to have a blog, and I said. Um, I would update it about internal stuff, and the guy who does all the website redesign that you've been seeing yep. recently, uh, Levi, said he would write about the website updates, um, which I'm sure people would like to know. I mean, oh, everyone.
0: Yeah. yeah everyone,
1: everyone, don't they? And uh, we thought we were. We thought we we didn't need we didn't need to sort of go and RFC and, and have a two week vote and. All <laughs> yeah. that. So it was oh dear. Tough. And, and, and it just seemed so obvious that we were doing the right thing, that we went ahead and done it. But And now some some support has come up for the original idea, yeah. But it does look like... Uh, I, I don't know, I mean, if I hadn't posted that article, maybe there wouldn't... A, a blog would have just... If I'd said, let's have a blog, everyone would have just said, nah.
3: I think that may be the thing. You may have needed to kind of step into the fire a bit, may get yeah. a little burnt, just so that people actually take notice.
1: I mean, that's not what I was doing, but I've been burnt, so I've got to try and make that's the most of it. Oh, dear. But did
3: you have a good weekend, though? Bank holiday weekend?
1: Yeah. Before I, I, all this happened? I, I <laughs> don't really remember the details of it, so I assume that it was good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, dear. I, Amen, brother.
0: <laughs> you know what? I I really hate it when you get, like, things like this, because without, you know, overdoing the phrase and stuff, like, haters are always going to hate. And I just... Why why give all that negative kind of criticism like you've you've given your free time to do that you know if if people don't agree then there's a way of doing it isn't there but uh but i think certainly for me like sometimes when i write up tutorials and stuff i'm i'm really scared about what the reaction is going to be you know like you're suddenly gonna get this harsh reaction when all you're doing is to the best your ability given your your understanding and knowledge of a, of a subject matter yeah so you know i I say it seems, it, seems
2: to be so much arrogance with it doesn't there like everyone everyone is right nobody
0: is wrong yeah but i guess if, i mean for, sorry Jacob. So,
1: that's sort of the nature of a programmer to put to live in a bullying world isn't it where everything's mm. either true or false and, and yeah, you can determine so true. everything yeah,
0: yeah absolutely false. but i have to say um because i one of my favorite phrases or um kind of ethos is the uh the Boy Scout rule, but you were just talking about the bus factor. I'd never heard of the bus factor before, so I just went straight on Wikipedia, and that is now my favorite phrase because that is so <laughs> true, isn't it? Like,
1: yeah. for
0: so- software craftsmanship, what an absolutely brilliant uh rule. I'm gonna bang on about that to all the developers at my place tomorrow, actually. That is amazing.
3: So, you're just gonna say, Can you be pre- hit by a bus, please?
2: Is that of the yeah. put? I don't
0: know what you're trying to uh, well, She's I'm just def- basically def- gonna run someone marketing. over in a bus
2: not music marketing tips, is it? I'm on the wrong website here. <laughs> uh, no, it's
1: not. Not that I'm aware of. The bus factors where um, if I write something that's so complicated that no one else understands it and I'm hit by a bus tomorrow, then there will be no one else to maintain that software. So... Yeah. We have oh, to the buzz
2: factor. Sorry, I, I thought it was buzz factor <laughs> Apologies. My, now that's my fault. I misheard. It's
0: the, you should the make that the, the buzz factor.
2: Awesome. <laughs> I, was, I was. I must admit, I was scrolling confused then. But anyway, carry on. Sorry, you were saying.
1: Yeah, so that's 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 the buzz factor. So we've got to, we've got to consider when we're working on a project with P, like PHP. We've got to consider the, the abilities of everyone else more more than our, more than our own. Just uh, to. So
0: ask you a quick question on that one because it's something we've talked about in many of our podcasts and stuff but uh with regards to the boss factor would you say that's in terms of the actual code you write or are you talking about commenting in the code where do you stand on that i mean how much commenting is good how much
1: is bad i guess uh well i i don't like it when i don't like it when you've got like a class and there's like a really obviously named member and then someone puts in a comment the name of the member (laughs) yeah yeah. Um, yeah And it's like or so like, I really hate that. That's totally yeah. redundant. Yeah, and, and it tracks from actually uh, reading the code. It slows slows you down. Re- yeah. Reading It's pointless, so I don't see the point in that. I think, um, um, really, you want to you want to only put in code. You want to put in examples in code and comments in code that are not obvious by the name of the method, the parameters, the... Yeah the location of the method and all that stuff. If you design sensibly, then it's not necessary to go around commenting every three lines because everything's obvious from the way everything's laid out. Uh, so I prefer to go for that than, than, uh, comments, although they are, they are useless. And some, some features you've got, you've got to use dot blocks, comments for like annotations and things like that. Sure. uh, I wouldn't bother with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, I guess uh, one of the things I was going to uh, briefly bring up, and we did talk about it last week, but this is for everyone, but um, I did get a chance to now listen to... Well, I listened to two of the free Google Hangouts on TDD, uh, and I thought it was really interesting, but kind of by end of the second one, I was kind of thinking, I can't believe like we've been talking about this for so long. Like It seemed it seems to like make a big deal out of something that's not a big deal in, in my mind. Cause it, it kind of, I think like the, the premise for me was like, it doesn't matter how you come to this point, as long as you get to the point where you have confidence in your code. So whether that's using TDD or whether it means you literally click every button link, every combination on your page, if you so choose to, that's your right, you know, your prerogative, but as long as you get to that point where you've got confidence in your code, what's it really matter? To be honest with you. But I don't, if you guys all listen to it, what what did you think? I
3: I personally thought I agree with you completely. I think okay. it's that one you know one trait you know one way isn't right for everyone as well right. you know and like the way I was explaining it last week you know I do test you know I unit test definitely but I do it after the fact of writing a bit of code and I do it like the, uh, Ben Rand said you know he wrote a bit of code you write a bit of code you write the test for it afterwards. Uh, you know i'm not in this ethos i have to write the tests out for everything before i'm even going to touch you know and it it has to go you know and then i'm going to implement it's that whole example of okay so i write a test for an add function and you know in this test it returns four so in the implementation to make that test pass i'm just going to return four statically but it's like well or literally it's like well (laughs) if it works for other people and it builds you know they build up systems that way that's great but yeah it's not like a religion thing where everyone has to go through the same thing
0: yeah. What about you, Joe? Any anything different on that, or?
1: Uh, well, I don't. I don't really view patterns like that. I don't really. I don't really view the pattern. You shouldn't go into a project with a with a with a pattern in your head, thinking I'm going to use this pattern here yeah. to do this, to do this thing. You should. You should not think like that. It's not constructive. You should just code and then and then draw on your knowledge while coding. Of, of these patterns but it doesn't make sense to say in a way test driven development doesn't even make sense because testing is just something you do if mm. you're sensible and yeah and it doesn't make sense to say that that drives the development I, I i don't i don't view i don't view any pattern in in that way if i've got knowledge of it and i'll apply it where it's appropriate but i won't go in to something just so i wouldn't i know lots of languages but I, I don't go into a project thinking i'm going to use this language for this project yeah I, I'll get a, I'll get a brief and I'll do it the best way I'm able. That's yeah. that's what you should do, probably.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I, I mean, the only thing, and I, I wouldn't really say agree or disagree with this, but uh, one of the things my friend said was um, he uses it because he finds that it helps him to stop any kind of um, almost like project creep, I guess, or not from the client side, but ended up going off on a tangent by mistake. So he writes his tests and he's got like this frame there that he knows that. Well, if you know, once he's done all this, he will have all the requirements of the site. So, kind of like um, a job
3: spec type thing. Kind yeah, of it's, exactly. like it's almost like coded Thank job you. spec where you can kind yeah. of. At the, that's, that's, yeah, I yeah and I, I could,
0: could definitely, I could definitely see that. So, um,
1: it's not, it's not, it's not something I think you should let drive. You should let drive the development. If you no. can come up with a feature that's particularly elegant in your mind, or or, or particularly suitable, even, then you shouldn't say, "Oh, well, uh, um, I'm going to change it." Because it's more testable this way. If you don't feel that actually yeah. that's not the right way to do it, or that's not the best way to do it, you shouldn't yeah. let it drive the development like that. Because then, if you sensible, you can always find a way to test sensible code. So just try and not be sensible, and then
3: yeah, so true, so true.
1: That the code, the testing of it drives anything. Completely agree. Yeah.
3: How about you? How about you, Lou? What, what do you think? Because I mean, have you had a chance to look at the? You must be busy like crazy, though. The last well, this couple is of the,
2: weeks. This is the interesting thing, actually, because I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I've had my head in the clouds for the past couple of months because I've been pretty busy. Like, I've I haven't had any chance to really knuckle down and learn some new stuff. But you know, unit testing's always been very, very much next on my agenda of things to to properly knuckle down and learn because. Because yeah, up until this point, I think Fraser mentioned last week, didn't he? He's very much the same. We're supposed to still kind of mm. manual testing. Yeah, it's agency and work, isn't it? Where it's I
1: find it hard out
2: to I find it hard to let go of trust in that, to be honest. But I mean, up up until now, I've always thought like testing was a major part of um, of programming, and you know, with obviously PHP unit codeception all these things that have been raved about. But now I'm wondering through all this debate, like, is it still is, are people still viewing it as crucially as it as it well, was before, it, and is it still up there? You know, should it should this still definitely be the next thing that I need to learn? Oh, absolutely, oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you should definitely spend time on it, but it should just be something you do. It shouldn't be something. It shouldn't be something that drives anything. It should just hmm. be something that you do because the, the vibe
2: you that I'm getting is that people are getting really obsessive with it. And and it's philosophy. It becomes it for, like a philosophy, isn't it? And it's that whole <laughs> test bug. I've been bit by the test bug. And
3: now it's going to change every code, every bit of code that I write. Now from now on, it's going to. So it's go by this yeah, ethos that I'm it, going to
2: write the test first. It must take websites like three times as long to build if you're doing it that way. Like if well, I, I mean, people, yeah, it, people become very good in it. Yeah,
3: I have seen like a lot of people who are very good and quick, being you know, able to do it. But it just, I yeah, it's the whole uh, the way that uh, Joe was saying. You know, the fact that you should, should test drive your development, not really, because I think the implementation and the actual problem should drive the implementation because that's what you're trying to solve you're not trying to yeah. solve the test problem
1: yeah testing do something you do it. it's not it's not a
3: problem it's not the problem in itself it's not like saying well actually you know yeah absolutely agree
0: but i ha- think um oh. i think oh sorry i was just gonna say like i did feel like almost a little bit sorry for um is it kent peck uh who's on there he yes. wrote the book on uh, extreme yes, programming Yes,
3: yes XP, yeah.
0: because i've the kind of the, the, the feeling i was getting from him was like look i use tdd because that's how I learned, like, like when he was a kid, wasn't he? Like he started doing it that way and he's saying he's done it that way because that's what comes natural to him. And then like, if people want to do like he does, that's fine. But if people don't, then don't. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like it just got a little bit kind of, you know, more than it needed to be really. But, are, um... you, are you
3: saying that something in programming goes blown out of control, you know, out of
0: proportion.
3: <laughs> I mean, that would never happen, would it? You know, I, I we're will... all level headed, you know, individuals.
0: I wouldn't dare say. wouldn't Absolutely. dare.
3: But, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. How
0: about you, Mickey? What have been up to this week? Um, okay. So, like I said, I had this stag do for my good friend Paul Lord, which was uh, amusing watching him walk around in a pink dress round Derby. Uh, <laughs> but most people pictures. would be, yeah, most people would be embarrassed by that. But he actually just loved it. He I, it. Loved I, it. I can't,
2: I've, I've met Paul and I can't imagine he was too embarrassed by that. No,
0: no. I can imagine him doing it on a normal weekend, to be honest. So, uh, um, But I had that. And then the rest has kind of been uh, revising. Yes, because got you've, got,
3: an... you've got an exam tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So it's a
3: nice dress, you know, no worries, man. Yeah, that's But it. this is the last exam, though, isn't it, for the year? And then you've yes. done your first year of a master's, yep. so
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be good. So, um, yeah, intelligent systems tomorrow. So uh, I'm not ready, but uh, I've I've done a little bit of revision, I guess. So
3: what's that involved in? Is that like the whole genetic algorithms...
0: Yep, like uh, yeah, yeah, evolutionary algorithms, and then there's like a, a section on uh, like artificial neural networks. Cool. Which is like my weakest bit, but um, yeah, it is very, very cool topic. I have so to what say. Are you,
3: what are you going to remember to bring with you this time?
0: A your thermometer. Oh, All right, yeah, yeah, uh, phone. Phone. yeah. Or a Shoot, and not not card. your bag. <laughs> Not my bag, yeah. Oh, it should dear. run a lot more smoothly tomorrow. It's, so. a, it's
3: fortunate that you actually work on campus as well, kind yeah. of.
0: Very lucky, actually. Yeah, that could have gone horribly wrong. But uh, oh, dear. Yeah, so I've been revising that. And uh, actually, I'll, I'll come on to it in a second, because one of my few. Yeah, should I start with my hot picks, get out of the way? Um, well, I was just going
3: to wonder, actually, I don't know, yeah. Sorry, a random tangent, but like, uh, what have you thought about what um, what things you're going to be doing next yeah. Like what would you want to do? Uh and I suppose it's actually better fill Joe in, sorry, Joe. Um so Mickey's yeah. doing a master's what is it, a computer well, you, oh, What you might say doing it?
0: Advanced computer science, yeah. At the oh, University
3: good. of
1: Kent,
0: as you would. Yeah.
1: As you would. Pretty <laughs> Uh
0: yeah, it is. It's really, really good. Um as for modules next term, um, I don't, someone was recommending data mining, which just sounded boring to me, but, but he was raving about data mining. He, don't, don't anyone... they,
3: uh, is, is Simon Thompson doing the um, functional one?
0: I think so, I think yeah. You have
3: to do that. You have to. That'll be Erlang. That'll be Haskell.
0: See, that is something I would like to do. Type
3: theory. It'd be fun. And
0: maybe I'm thinking of um, uh, like logic and logic programming.
3: I oh, like Prologue and stuff like that. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah, cuz I, I had to kind of help a mate with that this week a little bit. I I didn't I don't know any Prolog, but I tried to help him with some of the exam questions to try to learn a little bit. And I just I didn't get very far. I just kind of like looked at um like rules and facts. Uh the rest of it was completely foreign to me, which is like most languages you can find lots and lots of similarities, can't you? Yeah. This not was not so, logic
3: not, program, not legit programming.
0: So foreign to me, but it looked amazing. You know, like what you can do in Prolog. You know, which would take you a lot longer in other languages. It Is seems. it like the
3: example, like the Sudoku solver or something? Or oh, I'm a yeah, dumb, yeah, that because seems to be a big thing that you can in a couple of lines or something you can write yeah. a Sudoku solver.
0: Well, that's it. Because one of the assignments that I had for my intelligent systems module, they said you can use any language, but Prolog basically because that would. <laughs> yeah, it would have been.
3: Oh, that's not, that's not fair. You know, You're using the right tool. You know, the right language for the job. Surely.
0: That's well, it. Well, that's what I thought, but. Anyway, probably wouldn't have helped me anyway. To be fair, but yeah, I'm looking at maybe those two modules to start off with, and then who are, who knows? Really, I need to have a look at the uh, what's on offer. Functional programming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might have, might be a good shout actually. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll move on to hot picks then. But uh, the one I the, the one I was really going to talk about was just a video that I looked at the other night. There's loads of videos on YouTube about neural networks, but I found one that was quite useful. It's like an eight minute long one. Um, but it's really good. It Just for anyone who's like, you know, it might sound complicated, but anyone just wants to um, get the concepts of what neural networks are. It's a really good video. It just explains it really quickly. You don't need to be a genius to watch it, which is good for me. Um, but I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I've got two videos, actually. One's a longer one. One's like 55 minutes. And, uh, Talking of brown websites, this is like a brown video. It's like a brown background guy in a brown shirt with a brown tie. It's amazing, um, but yeah, that's like a 55... He's stealing thing.
3: your, he's stealing your theme, man. He's stealing uh, your
0: stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue him. Don't you worry. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> take him to town. Um, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll put those two in the show notes. But they're really good for anyone who just wants to get the, the very basic gist of uh, what neural networks are. Awesome. Uh, who Ed? I yeah, have got picks. some pics, yes. So
3: last week I forgot to mention. So our forums, which are PHPBB, we all love that. Uh, they're not going too great because I haven't really added anything or you know started up much on there. Uh, and also, all it is just filled with spam because that's what these nice bots do for you. Um, so it was nice that this guy named Steve he posted on there saying, "Oh, I heard you were you, you mentioned uh, you know forum uh, uh, you know new forum software." Or you know something that's more you know appealing to us developers and the way we work now with Stack Overflow and stuff and also sorry Stack Overflow in the same question in the same like sentence and he recommends this and it looks pretty cool it's called Discourse and it looks quite interesting now it's a Ruby it's a Rails app so you know well, we'll hold on, you know that but <laughs> but uh, it looks really nice and it's exactly talking it's talking about the fact that you know the you know forums. Like, they were, you know, are dead. Well, not dead, but they're a bit boring, and they're not really what we want. And this seems to take a new, like, spin on it and everything, and I'm looking at setting it up and everything on stay um just on my box, so we can have that and hopefully move over to that and see if that's a bit better, a bit more interesting. So thank you, Steve.
0: Looks really nice. Looks yeah. very nice. Uh,
3: and then I have another one. So, I don't know, I use something called Subsonic instead. I used to use Spotify, and now I use something called Subsonic, which is like a... It's almost like your own personal kind of, you know, uh, sub, you know, Spotify thing where you're able to just to have your own music collection on a server yourself, and then you're able to use like web browser just play it. And um, the annoying thing is, obviously, I can have tabs. You can have tabs in like Chrome and everything, so I keep it playing. But when I close Chrome, it can be a bit of a pain. So i found this on the Mac. Uh, it's Fluid App, and all it does is really simple. It's a wrapper around, web, uh, around WebKit pretty much, and all it does is creates like an almost just an app you're able in it's just a browser pretty much it's just like a web app like you would install it on like your iphone or ios so that's quite cool and finally was the fun thing that we were talking about mickey at the weekend where i don't know how we got into it we got we got onto the maybe monad
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
3: yeah we somehow started talking about that it ended up yeah. into that. i don't know how we did it but anyway um i go i think is his name i'm gonna probably yeah. Is that right Yes, Igor. Yeah. Oh, awesome! And he's got a great. He's had a couple of good p- uh, posts on this actually. One of them is the Sun, you know, the maybe monads um, and stuff like that in PHP. So it's quite interesting to see. And yes, yeah, so I definitely recommend having a little read of that.
0: I love the fact that his Twitter handle is Igor true. That is fantastic, <laughs> classic.
1: That's
0: a <laughs> uh Any other picks?
3: Uh, and that?
2: No, I think that's it for this week for me.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about you, Lou? Got anything you want to share or
2: nothing really of note? Um, the only thing that I've really implemented that's been third party has been um, a jQuery Gallery thing that I used on on um, James' golf website that I made that was launched this week. It's called Photo Box. It's quite a nice one. I'll put a link in for the show notes. Awesome. But it's a ni- nice, um, nice, responsive um, image gallery that I used. That was nice sweet sure. but no that's about it
0: <laughs> quite quite easy to integrate and stuff is it
2: Useful, oh dead easy yeah just usually just um call call um call jquery on the old um, unordered list selector and it goes from there on the class of that and it pretty much does the whole thing just put all your all your uh, images in a list and don't then you and like then, yeah. it when
3: don't you like it when plugins
2: and stuff just work yeah. yeah well and I then they experiment. say could you just and then you have to hack it or you have to then make your own one yeah. like, no. I, I was experimenting with writing my own but i realized that it was going to be a bit more um it's going to take a bit more than more than i had the time for so i've got i've got one half built that that i, that I will come back to
0: yeah cool uh joe we're gonna put you well on the spot here but i uh, usually like if we have a guest on show we usually um Ask the guys like if they have any hot picks or the, uh, anything they've been playing with for the in the week. But usually we say to guess like um, at, like f- ask for free of your your most favourite tools or plugins. It could be anything really, but anything uh, you recommend to any developers who listen to our show. We are primarily kind of uh, our audience. We kind of try and target like beginner programmers. So anything that you think is invaluable to you, something that you use all the time, is it alright? To-
1: Okay. that is. My Put you on spot.
0: the spot or do you always come back to you on that one? Cool.
1: Uh, probably come back to me on that one. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I've got a couple. No. I mean, you could use PHP uh, debug is also a really good one you probably want to use. You want to use P threads, you know, you want to.
0: Yes. <laughs> very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh,
1: yeah. I didn't know I was, allowed, I didn't know, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, P threads is quite clever. Um, PHP debug is useful. Yeah. Um,
3: I suppose, as you said, here's a question. What, what uh, editor do you use is always the question <laughs> that everyone will spark up a massive debate. Editor? Yeah, text editor or IDE or whatever the uh, graph don't,
1: is. I don't use any IDEs. I use um, G-Edit for um, That's stuff. Move. If I'm connected to a server, I'll use Nano or Vi. If I'm not, I'll use g
3: so I always pegged you as an Emacs guy and I don't know why.
1: No, I, don't, I do I do like to have a few of, of creature comforts from from like the desktop. Yeah. But, but I just don't I don't like IDs because they just slow down. Yeah.
3: That's cool, that's cool. I mean like have you ever looked at like I mean Sublime obviously is uh, okay. a lot of noise and stuff so have you ever yeah. played around with Sublime?
1: Well, no, I, I haven't actually tried, that's quite a new one, isn't it? I haven't actually tried that one, but um, the problem is with any of them, really, even the really ones that start out really lightweight, if you want to install a few different language packs, they just get big, I yeah. mean, yeah. And then they just get complicated, and then they're slow, and then... They just slow you down. Hey, but like,
3: yeah, they blow up pretty easily, don't they? Quite quickly. You can get something yeah. that started off as a nice little download into a beast, like an IDE style.
1: Yeah. You download it for PHP, and then you add your C stuff to it, and then you add your <laughs> Java to it, and then you're doing you're playing Python, so you add that to it as well, and then the next day you can't start it anymore.
3: <laughs> you're loading up. It's five minutes to load up, and you're just thinking, yeah. "I don't and really need this anymore." You start, you just get another browser, you get another text editor, start again.
1: The only time I will use an IDE, I sort of have to because I'm terrible at anything that's graphic. Uh, is when I'm doing, if I'm doing a GUI for a desktop program.
3: Ah, oh, right, yeah, like like NetBeans and Eclipse and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, i will using if I have to. Oh, that's but. cool.
3: Yeah, I, I'm not good. Yeah, well, well. it's I mean it's all the boilerplate code as well, isn't it? I'm assuming like you mean like Java and stuff like that, where you're bringing around like Swing stuff, and it's just a pain.
1: Oh yeah, and there's like 500 loans of just. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. I did
3: actually. It's, it's interesting because I did. I saw like I don't know, like Groovy, and it had a really nice DSL because and you're able to write your uh, GUIs and stuff in Groovy, and then obviously still use Java and stuff. And I thought that was quite a cool idea because yeah, oh. Java is quite a verbose language or something like that.
1: Extremely. I, I haven't actually. I haven't actually tried Groovy yet, and no, I, I know what it is. Yeah, but I haven't tried it yet. I don't really do that uh, very often, I'm mostly on the console really. Yes. But occasionally I have to do something that you've got buttons with and that, so. You
3: thought, yeah, yeah, just bring bring up the idea and save you all that hassle, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can so, do it, but you're sort of guessing. And... Oh, yeah, and you're just
3: loading the thing up every time. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you're just like, oh no, a little bit,
3: oh no, you know, I have to move it just a little bit, you know, and especially if you want like a specific as well, pixel to pick, you know, pixel
1: yeah, perfect. It's too hard. <laughs> no.
0: Uh, so how about, how did you get into um, programming, Joe? What's your, your kind of background? Uh,
1: well, I can't really remember the details at the start. I, I was yeah. probably quite a young child when I was shown C. Wow. But I didn't really pay any attention because I was a kid and I was cool, you know what I mean? Absolutely, <laughs> 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 like
3: this is loser stuff. <laughs>
1: um, but um, then I, I didn't pay attention, like I wouldn't, didn't talk about it all that, but I did did enjoy doing it. Um, yeah. When I was with those people that introduced me to it, uh, and then didn't really pay it proper attention or do it full time until I was an adult, really, yeah. um, I can't really remember what. As a child, you're fascinated with anything any way yeah. you can a- you can affect the world, and it was probably just that I was yeah. affecting the world in this really grown up way, and I thought, oh wow, cool. And so, was
0: see your first language, or you just you just saw it and you didn't reuse really well, it?
1: It's... Last one that I remember learning I remember the details of learning, but I I probably was introduced to other languages but I don't remember them and I don't remember learning them. Sure. But there was other things around. But I, I the the details from C, I, re, I, I remembered and I hung on I hung on to.
0: That's uh, like a really useful language though, isn't it? I mean I mean, I don't know if people would recommend it as, like, a first language for people to learn, but that must have put you in such good stead with, like, everything else.
1: Yeah, you can pretty much read anything, really, that comes after it. Yeah. I've never really had to put effort into learning any language. Yeah, so yeah. Just read a bit of documentation and sort of start using it. So yeah. probably probably that did provide me that, yeah.
3: So when did you get into PHP, then? Because that's always an interesting one. I go from C and then probably, like, Java and stuff like that and...
1: Well, actually, PHP used to be well; it still is um, a really cool C project. Um, mm. uh, it was this, this. See, bef- before that, there was other. There was other. You could use other stuff on the web before this. This it emerged as a, as a proper solution. Sort of the beginning of PHP four. There was other stuff you could use, but nobody really was. But if you had something to do, you would generally, you would generally write. Uh, your code in in, in C or, or in Perl yeah. sometimes, and and then you put it in your CGI bin and that that was it. Um, and when this when this thing emerged that made it much much nicer, um, I, I was already inter- I was already interested in C and I was already interested in it from that from that angle that this this interesting C project and I didn't really have any interest in web pro. Programming. I didn't really have any interest in any particular area of programming at that time. It was just a a project that came on the scene, and I and I started reading it, Uh, and then and then later on, um, I I mean, I I understood a lot of how it worked before I wrote a lot. I still don't write a lot today, really. I mean, most of the stuff on GitHub is not actually PHP; it's
3: C. Yeah, straight C stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Checking out your repo, it's definitely just. uh...
1: It's, awesome. um, yeah. I, 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 it's all for PHP or mostly PHP but I, I don't really really write, write a lot of stuff in it uh, in my free time anyway um, so yeah that's that's how I uh, was introduced to it sort of as a C project rather than a way that's to cool. write
3: that's a unique way of like getting into it because it's because obviously now because it's such a big popular language everyone obviously goes in through the fact of knowing PHP then they're thinking oh I better learn C for that
1: yeah I, I don't know if, um I don't know if C is very useful um, I don't know if C is very useful I don't know if it's very useful to say to someone you should learn C so that you'll be better at PHP but I do think that it's useful to someone for someone to have an understanding of how it really works
3: yeah so the, magic, other, the magic the magic underneath it and like you know that there is actually a reason why it's doing that
1: yeah and so so they don't necessarily have to be able to write patches and extensions and things like that but they understand when they're writing their PHP code they understand what it is that they're actually executing but rather than it's just this magic text that is in a in, in, a, in a document and I think it's, it's not necessary to learn C but it is necessary to read about it and fi- find out about how it really works and how it might be improved or, or, or that I think that's important uh, but I don't really think it's important for people to learn C I mean they should important so
3: did you go to university and stuff and study computer science or did you
1: no you just went straight out of that's pretty cool yeah it felt hard
3: (laughs) (laughs) so what do you what do you what do you currently work on then are you like a freelance developer
1: um I'm not I'm 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 employed by a a company in the United States oh wow that's cool
3: wow um
1: They've got a team of about 50, 50 developers, maybe. Uh, uh, they've got a a, ra- a range of sites, and my my general job is improve shit. Uh, <laughs> cool, cool, <laughs> very cool, and make it better. So it's that it's really quite ideal for me. Uh, yeah, just do
3: like, so a lot of refactoring. So is that in C or is that in PHP or just whatever language they have for that client for that project.
1: To quote the, the bloke who interviewed me, I say interview, he spoke to me for five minutes. <laughs> the greatest interview ever. It's like, ah, you're uh, He said, he said I could write in Thai if I wanted to. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, restra- if i have got a problem and I, and I see a way to do it in a, in Java or C, C Sharp or whatever, I can do what I want. Oh, wow. That's, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, that
3: is open rate. That is cool.
1: Yeah, it is actually. i have not. i have not actually had that before. So I don't think I'll be. Uh, I don't think I'll be changing companies for a no, long time. No.
3: Have you Have you taken advantage of that? Like, used any funky languages or anything that you oh. could have gone another route with?
1: Oh well, I mean, I've written a, a couple of um, extensions in response to problems. I probably could have solved it otherwise. But, uh I've got this job where I'm allowed to write extensions. Oh, absolutely.
3: And uh, you might as well take full advantage of it and keep you know keep it yeah. interesting.
1: And and they're they're actually up for that as they're actually up for that as well. They're, you know, not 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 silly. Um, like uh, when, when I first started, a couple of days after I first started it, uh, well, a couple of weeks, it became, we got a load of bunch of unit tests, but they're all broken because they all rely on RunKit, and that's the worst software in the world. So um, it just crashes all the time. And so we weren't really able to run our unit tests, which is quite
3: quite, quite an important, important part to the uh, to the build yeah. process.
1: It's quite a serious problem, and no one else was really taking it seriously. But I think it's a serious problem anyway, <laughs> because we, we put effort into writing them. Everyone writes them, and they're there, but and they should work. But um, RunKit is very poor. Yeah, so I got to write uh, an extension that replaced RunKit and test helpers. Oh
3: wow! So 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 for the users, what is RunKit then?
1: Uh, RunKit is the extension for PHP that allows you to do stuff that you're not really meant to do. Yep. <laughs> um, rename methods and um, redeclare internal functions and uh, undefined constants and things, all the things that don't make sense. <laughs> you're a bit scared. That, that sort of stuff. Um, um, that's what RunKit done. And then test helpers. And when you're running a... We only used it really to overload a couple of op- uh, a couple of opcodes when you're running a test suite. If anything calls exit, exit, or die, uh, that screws everything up. Uh, so you overload exit, don't you? And then uh, ah, it-
3: that's so cool. I've never done that. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, so then, uh, I found flaws in the test helpers extension, and I couldn't really solve it. So I just wrote the solution into the uops thing
3: <laughs> that's so cool
1: and then I, I put it up and uh, sebastian uh tweeted on on well where you tweet he tweeted that uh yeah it could replace uh test helpers which was nice because i had done that at work and then it was in
3: and you're able to use it actually yeah and actually help the whole like community out yeah. as well that's really cool
1: yeah
3: and, it, and it's, i suppose your company must be pretty cool with you've been able to do this stuff because i mean it's helps them and helps you and helps the whole community so it can't be a bad thing.
1: Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Well, I mean, when I I started there, they had no like uh, GitHub account and now they've got a GitHub account and they've got their own repos on there and I put stuff on there as well.
3: Oh, that's cool. Well, have you got a link for that? Because that'd be great to put in the show notes.
1: It's it's called Dating VIP. uh,
3: Data VIP?
1: Dating VIP. Oh, Dating VIP. Thank you. Cool. It's got like a... Uh, an IRC bot and ah um, uh, yep yep yep. Oh, and there's a uh, userland events which is quite cool, um, where you can like where you can add a listener. Uh, well, you can add an event. You can, an event is when a function is executed. So you can add like a callable to be executed when another method executes. Oh wow, I mean. that is cool. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: That is crazy. Um, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to definitely be checking that out. I suppose, that's the thing, so, like, where do you kind of see PHP going? I suppose it's one of those generic questions, but it's quite interesting. As you, like, you, you deal with the core and stuff, like, being so low level and in the trenches, where do you see it going in the next, like, couple of years, maybe? Or is it really quite sketchy?
1: Well, no, it's not really that sketchy, to be honest. Um... um there's this weird attitude where, where if we don't, like we were saying, like we were saying earlier about RFC and every little decision, there's this weird attitude where if we don't do that, then we're not we're not being open, and so it looks sketchy because there's no RFC saying here's what we're going to do, but in actual fact, the next generation branch has emerged. Yep. If we don't use that, then we're barking mad. <laughs> Some other people have been doing lots of work on um, 64-bit support. It turns out that the patch they were writing is not suitable, but that's still good research. We know what the suitable patch looks like, so they can they can implement that. So we know that the next major version of PHP is going to be 20 to 30 or uh, 30% faster. We know that it's going to have support for large strings and 64 uh, bit uh, numbers, uh, possibly, I think. And um, we know that it's going to have some uh, a, lot, a lot cleaner internal app, appy. We know to a degree what what it will look like. We don't know what the language features will be yet.
3: See, I suppose that that's the annoying thing that all the users, all us high level users, all we see is the shiny new syntax. Yeah, and maybe the num- and actually, obviously, obviously, the numbers are great. so You're like, oh, and you can sell that. To, it's like the whole, you know, Steve Jobs things, and it's thirty percent faster. That type of thing. It's like, oh, great. You know, not all the hard work that's had to go in and in the internals of doing that. It's that kind of just. Uh, oh, by the way, you know they all care about the shiny features.
1: Well, no, I mean that's not what we spend our time doing. We all spend our time fixing bugs. And... Absolutely,
3: and that's the serious stuff—the stuff that you know you need to keep. You know the language as it is. You know what now? Yeah. just keep it going.
1: Yeah, it's much harder work as well. I mean, it's easy to come up with ideas. It's easy to write new stuff, to a degree. It's not. It's not easy to go into a big system like PHP and be useful at all. Because there was
3: there was one RFC, actually, that you did. I think it was Phil Sturgeon, was the Array Off um, yeah, thing. I, I thought that was great. I thought that was a really, you know, not simple in, in idea that, you know, that makes sense, kind of just makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um,
3: but, and it didn't go... I mean, I don't know whether why it didn't go through. Was it something to do with, like, a collection library or something like that? I'm not quite sure. No,
1: no Internals is mad. <laughs> no. no, what it was was that... Um, if we have gener- Do you know generics from Java, yeah. Um, if we have that in PHP, then the rail sort of doesn't conflict with it, and it could it could even support it. But it sort of it sort of confuses the issue for people, and uh, most people don't know what generics are. And, and if we introduced them, it would be nice to be able to say this is what they are and to give a clear description. Yeah, and that's it, and, and that, and that kind of gives them. to... I can sort of see that, but then at the same time, I can also see that. All of the other languages I use allow me to do what that RFC was uh, proposing. So in a way, it's sort of, well, we should already have it. It's not a case of let's decide if if we should have it in the future. It's a case of this is missing. It's in other languages. Uh, It's in other languages that we'll use. So I don't know why people pretend that it was really weird. I mean, C's got it. Uh, And uh, PHP's written in C. So definitely everyone knows. Yeah.
3: Absolutely agree. I mean, and it, uh, and that's the kind of, I suppose the thing is, it's always that waiting for the next thing. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll get it when we get generics. But it's like, well, when is generics coming then? And it's that putting it off. Instead of we've got this now, why don't we just add this? It You know, it works. It's exactly what we want and what we
1: need. Well, yeah, I mean, things always get in the way. The last RFC I wrote the patch for, that return type one.
3: Yes, that's another, that's another great one I was going to talk about. Like, yeah, that's really cool.
1: That's now on hold because of the... Um, the next generation. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear! Things can just come up like that. I don't really mind actually. I don't view it as a waste of time. I mean, we know what the patch. Lo- when you're developing a patch, you're doing no more than research, really, finding out how it can be done. And um, we're still in the process of that. It's on hold, but I haven't wasted any of the time I've put on in on it so far because you know that, that gave us.
3: It gives you, yeah, it gives you that kind of roadmap of what you where you need to be and yeah. what you need to do because. Yeah, instead of this kind of haze, that's really so cool.
1: It's crap to have to be waiting around, but then at least nothing's gone to waste. That's it, and
3: and, and, the, and I suppose the nice of the there is, is it's there for everyone to see. So it's like that hard work isn't just gone in the sense of actually we don't want this, and it's just an email conversation between you and a couple of other cores. It's like everyone can see this is all the work that you've put into this as well. Yeah. It's that kind of.
1: I only wrote the patch, actually, which is quite easy, really. I mean, other people designed the actual implementation and the details of it and done all the research about how um, HHVM handles stuff and all that stuff. That wasn't me. Uh, that was Levi, a guy who does the website again, and other people had input. But it was mainly Levi. But I just wrote the code. He, he defined how it was going to work, and I just made it work. That's
3: cool. So, <laughs> I suppose, actually, that moves on quite swiftly to, like, your opinions on hack and like the h hip hop vm like do you think it's a good thing for php as it stands or do you think it may be a
1: bit no. I think it's an entirely separate project i think that there's this mis- misconception that they live in a house together happily
0: yeah
1: they yeah. don't uh, there's no part of hhvm that's useful for php uh ideas are but um we don't really need them uh, but ideas are useful, but we can't just go into the HHVM tree and say, "Oh, well, let's no, take out exactly." Yeah, data. it's
3: just like, oh, we just merge it in. They've just, you yeah, know, it's just a nice exactly. simple merge. No way. Yeah, exactly. That
1: like, doesn't exist, and it never will exist. No. Um, um, the only, the only effect I can observe is there's been other implementations of PHP, just, just, just clever, uh, just, as good, um, give you the same kind of results. There's Implementations that compile to um, CLR net CLR and there's other uh, there's other there's the Parrot VM which can um, compile lots of languages to, to, to um, machine code. Uh, there's other implementations. There's no reason to say this is something new. It's not, um, and it's unfinished. And the only effect I can observe is that when when we used to come up with ideas, we put forward RFCs we would discuss it and we would say well here's how it's good for users and here's how it's bad for users and now we've got this other project on the scene which none of us have actually got control over except like the two people that are involved in internals from facebook um none of us have got any control over it and we're having to consider that project's users now and their theoretical code that they haven't written yet, and they might not ever run with HHVM anyway. So that's a negative thing.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like just barged its way in, hasn't it? Without like yeah. the, opening the door and saying, "Oh yeah, okay, let's have a meet and greet beforehand." It's just saying, "Here I'm here."
1: I kind of resent that because I kind of resent that because now everyone's got this view that Facebook have done this thing for everyone. Yeah. When they didn't, they didn't do that at all. Businesses don't work like that.
3: They did it for themselves. They and they had a massive code base with PHP. So yeah. They couldn't move it, and they thought,
1: and it made sense for them, and that's great, and it's technically brilliant. I mean, it is. So are all the other implementations, but um, um, there's no reason to say that um, they they done it for everyone else, and they, they done it to help the community and push us forwards. It may it may well incidentally push us forwards. It may well incidentally help, but they didn't do it for that, and um, they don't have the same kind of openness. That we've got, yeah. um, there are a few people making decisions in a room um, regarding the future of HHVM, and,
3: and that's what? really for the benefit of Facebook as a company, not the, you know Just, the community at large.
1: Of course, it has to be. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, we're all we're all grown ups. So we all know how business Absolutely. works. Yeah. We should be under the impression that, um, and that's why I don't I don't use it, and also because I was terribly disappointed with the way that it did actually work when I tested it.
3: Oh really?
1: Um, yeah, it's got some stupid flaws. Um, so I'm not I'm not really that I'm not really that keen on on the way that the whole the whole thing's been done. When I look at the code, I think, well, very clever, great. But when I when I look at what it's actually doing, the only effect I can observe it having is a bad one. And all the other implementations have come and, go, and gone, and no one's even better than I did. No one cares. It's just because this has got Facebook behind it that it's this because mammoth budget, and that's not fair. Um, that's that's just as unfair as them going into a room, yeah, and doing what they want, and then using the name to uh, do whatever they want.
3: I mean that that, that actually moves quite well because like the whole well, we had Ben Ramsey on last week and uh, he contributed the array column function. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, your very column function and stuff, and he was and he, he had like he was talking about his presentation. He was talking about you know the core and, and all that type of thing, and you know de- devving for the core and his experiences with it. And um, he, there was a there was a thing like we we ended up talking about like the P, a, a PHP specification, and I'm sure you hear that a lot. I'm sure that must bore you to death that whole idea of having a specification and then you can have implementations of them like other languages like you know the Python's, the Rubies, etc. And I know yeah. that's a pipe dream. I mean, you know, but I suppose the nice thing about HHVM and stuff like that is that because of their budget, they're able, they're kind of having to make a bit of a spec, or yeah, I'm completely
1: they've, off base. There, spec. they've got a working spec. Um, I actually quite like the idea of a spec, um, regardless of HHVM. They're not the only people that could implement a Zend Engine or, 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 or a runtime for PHP. So I like the idea of a spec in that. Um, in that, in that respect, anyone else can come along then, and um, research the language and, and have and a
3: competition with like different, you know. And that I mean that's worked so well with like JavaScript, hasn't it, and it, or ECMAScript like and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and uh, I th- I think that would um, it would also remove some of the um, silly barriers to uh, features at the moment, where where if someone comes along with a feature and it somehow. Like I said earlier, is too complicated for the language. Too complicated for the implementation. Rather, uh, the implementation would be too complicated. We say no, we don't want it. Whereas, if there was a if there was a group of individuals maintaining a specification independently of both HHVM and the Zend Engine and all other implementations, if they'd done that independently, and then then they would be the people that you appeal to for introducing language features, and then it would take that decision out of um, out of the control out of out of the people's hands that have got it at the moment which I think would probably be a good thing.
3: And it'd be a yeah, competition. And it would be, you know, it's not a cop out of well we can't because it's too hard. Other people will be like, When well, our implementation we can it's, and it's yeah. that's fun. And then, you know, you'll be able to you do different ways and find out, you know, are oh, this way wasn't the best way of doing it and, you know, and stuff like that. And
1: I've got no I've got no doubt that um, the Zend engine will always probably be the, the well, it will, it will always be the, the primary yeah, implementation. Yeah, de facto, yeah. Yeah. Like so, C-Python and stuff like that, yeah. I think it's just about changing attitudes where where the the people who, who maintain the Zend engine at the moment don't have to worry about how complicated it makes the language because there's another team thinking about those decisions and, and they just, they've got the task of, like you do when you're a programmer in a team, you, they've got the task of doing the job yeah. at hand in the most, sensible way so it's not a case of all oh, we're not going to do it because of this or that they're going to do it because it's part of the language yep. if they want to support the language so i think it would just be a way to force people to have a better attitude because they're not going to do it by themselves
3: no so- I, completely, I think that's a great i mean i suppose because i mean i haven't i mean I'm, I'm very limited in my c knowledge i i wrote a blog post on building a php extension which it's embarrassing so i'm not going to show you but um <laughs> But other than that, I mean, how coupled is Zend, the implementation, to the actual... Is it pretty much Zend is part of it?
1: They're wanting the same thing. We pretend there's a difference um, between Zend and PHP, but they're not really. It's all the same. At most, Zend is the next folder. Ah, right. Um, um, There is a sort of separation in the code, but the idea was that the PHP... zend engine should be independent that we should be able to take the zend engine out another engine in and and compile it off we go but no other engine has ever emerged so that just became a a non-issue and that's it and
3: that's it and and then it makes it easier and quicker to be able to yeah and that's it isn't it who's who's typing
1: and so the line's been blurred over time and now it's not really there anymore and you can't really say that there is a difference yeah
3: and that's it. I suppose that's because, yeah, there haven't been any competition with the other with any other implementation that they've had to kind, of, kind yeah. of yeah, carry that on.
1: But some some of the other implementations were just as just the same as they offer the same things that um it's quite bizarre really. No no like the dot net one, I mean, that's really clever. That was really clever at the time. It was years ago. And no one ever even talked about it. Like no one ever took it seriously at all. And uh just because this one's got Facebook's name on it. That's it, yeah. <laughs>
3: They've got, they got a nice fancy website.
1: and well, I don't, I don't want to sound like I have anything against the people who wrote it. I'll say it again. It's technically brilliant. Yeah. But, but I just don't, I have to be honest and say that the only effects I can, I can see are bad. Well,
3: and that's... You know, we all can have our own kind of opinion on it and stuff, and that's the great thing.
1: I mean, I've I done a, I done a um, podcast with Sarah...
3: Yes, I think I listened to that a couple of weeks ago. Really good one.
1: And uh, I was in. I was in. She got. She got me interested in it, and then I downloaded it and tested it. And I, like I said before, I was disappointed, but not not because of. Just because I think it makes some silly calls that, that I don't think would have got past us. And so when they when they say that they're fixing problems, I'm not sure that they are. I'm. They might even be making them worse,
3: and I suppose that's kind of they can kind of again they're doing it and rightfully so for the Facebooks thing of that's their direction on it, isn't it?
1: Because their project is fine with that and their yeah. program is fine with that, but yeah, they don't have they don't have to um, they don't have the same pass the same bar that we have. That's to, and,
3: and like their BC really is just the code base they have at Facebook. Yeah, really, it's like that's all they have to care about.
1: They do put a lot of effort into the. Fr- I've noticed them putting a lot of effort into the frameworks thing, and that's commendable. Yeah, and that's obviously that's obviously that's probably costing them money. I mean, when you when you think about it, they've got to pay developers. Yeah, it's probably costing them money, but but at the same time, um, it's not really enough because they've still built this language where they where they've made these decisions. Like um, to be specific, like um, um. Asynchronous functions are not always async. Asynchronous yep. and, uh, return uh, type hinting can be ignored at runtime, and these are just these are just decisions that no single person would have made on on the, um, the PHP internals. And, and as a group, we wouldn't have let it go by. Uh, but they solved the problem. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh normal. dear. Um- Lou, uh, Lou, Mickey, you got any, uh, questions? I'm, I keep, I've just hogged, you know, Joe for the last, <laughs> I'm being really mean, eh?
0: Yeah? Lou has gone for a Lou break. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, but I am here and I would, I would like to know about P-Friends actually, kind of, um, what made you, uh, decide to, to, to make it and, uh, and how hard it was really.
1: Three, uh, many years of Java torture. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I I like I like Java. It's extremely powerful, yeah. Um, but I have no fun in it at all. Really, I love it. I absolutely love it. But yeah, go on. I don't find it any fun. Most of the decisions were already made for you by. Yeah. Years of tradition and and you just you don't I don't feel as I don't feel I can be as creative when I'm writing code there. So I just don't enjoy it for for whatever reason. And, sure. Uh, I had. I didn't have a holiday from work in three years and then i took a long holiday and at the beginning i just sat around in my pants, literally in my pants and just thought <laughs> uh, i'm going to do i'm going to do something for me i'm going to write something for me I had <laughs> that's a- so I'm awesome do a- that yeah. in that whole 3 years i wasn't on github or anything like that and
0: yeah. then
1: i just thought i'll i'll do this i know it's technically possible mm. even if someone tells you it isn't um, I, i'll I'll do this I already know what it looks like I mean it pretty much looks like Java does um and that was it about 5 days later it worked and then I put it on GitHub and I've been developing it for a couple of years now
3: that's like, I mean the, the idea was it so was it actually like a, a decision at the beginning to make it a java ish looking API or was that more the fact that it just worked better that way
1: um well Um, I knew it was going to be object-orientated because that allows something. From a Zen perspective, um, we've got an API on on objects, so when you read or write a member of an object or call a function on an object, that object's got handlers, so you can see there where where the opportunity comes in to implement safety automatically by by implementing them handlers. So I, I knew it would have to be or it should be object orientated, um, and Java was just sort of obvious. I know it, and other people know it, and uh, I could I could pretty much just co- copy a pattern that I know people are pretty much comfortable. That's with.
3: That's it. It, it. The transition is great because yeah, you can go from Java and then into this and be like pretty you know pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I suppose the one thing I did have, and even in my blog, I did a blog post on this, and I, I sadly made the mistake, is getting pthreads confused with postix threads.
1: Well, I'm not like a very creative person. And what? Oh, no, is, I,
3: I love the name, though, no, that, yeah, I love the name, but yeah, that's the only thing, like, and it's my bad, really, because it makes sense, PHP threads.
1: Yeah, but it, it doesn't really, I shouldn't have called it pthreads, I mean, there's already, it was really lazy, but I'd already done it, and people were already using it and I thought I just by the time someone actually said it and I I, I recognized when that was first said to me that was a stupid thing to do I couldn't change it by then it was already too late (laughs) so yeah that's why it got called P thread so I just didn't think that's all right it's great I mean
3: hey the implementation's amazing so they
1: can't you know can't complain um it does it does rely on POSIX threads as well and at the beginning I didn't I didn't intend to support Windows. It was a POSIX Threads app, but it was high-level, object-orientated. But it was a POSIX Threads app. It, all, it uses all the the same stuff. And I, it would have made sense. If it didn't work on Windows, it would make sense. But, you know, it doesn't really make sense. <laughs>
3: <That's> a, <laughs> um, I'm really interested, actually, at PHP, how it does threading then. Because I know, like, you know, hmm. uh, well, CPython, Ruby, MRI, those implementations, they use, like, a global interpreter lock.
1: Yeah, don't use one of them. No,
3: how do they do? How does PHP
1: do it? Uh, well, actually, it's always had the ability to do that. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, if, you've ever, <laughs> if you've ever used PHP on Windows, it's likely that you've actually used a, th- a threaded PHP uh, because Windows is better with threads than it is processes, and so the default build for Windows is threaded. Um, um, it's always had the ability to do that. It does that by... Um, PHP is the extensions that are loaded... So when it loads up um, and it initializes all the extensions and all the extensions um, populate hash tables and things like that, uh, in each thread, the whole thing that orchestrates what memory each module gets is, is isolated completely. So that uh, it's shared nothing, is it? Great,
3: yeah, a great design decision there, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. That is a great design. <laughs> it it made, it made it so. It makes it so much more difficult. Was it actually?
3: It was made. To, it was designed for that then, or was that just kind yeah, of like
1: it, a happy? PHP that's PHP's threading yep. model that it had since the twenty second of May, uh, the year two thousand. Wow, so, that's great. Uh, it's had it for a very long time, and and it's misunderstood massively by even the people that use it, but it is misunderstood. Um, in that people say that it's not safe, it's just it's just provably not the case that it's not safe. Um, it is safe. It's safe in theory and it's safe in practice. The thing the, the the thing that makes it not safe is there's some libraries that predate common sense. Like uh, they. <laughs> I,
3: love end, for, I love that. I that predate common sense.
1: They're not re-entered. Really <laughs> so they don't. Uh, they have global shared state. So they're not. It's not that they're not thread safe because, likely because thread safe wasn't a thing then when that was written. But uh, anyway, uh, they've got um, globally shared state, and so they're not su- they're not suitable for use in any multi threaded application. Not just in a in a multi threaded PHP environment. In, in, if you access it from two threads in any language, you'll break stuff. Th- things like low um, uh That's actually the only one that I remember. But there are some, there are, there's like one or two libraries that are written so badly that you shouldn't load them, but otherwise it, it's not a problem, I, 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 people people make up what they don't understand, and um, that's why people wrote for years, it was impossible.
3: And then you broke the, uh, you know, that myth.
1: Yeah. That's so cool.
3: Uh, and so how, how long has P-Threads been going along for then? How much how many years, or is it a year or so, or how much development have you put
0: in?
1: Uh, a couple of years, I, I think, um... Probably uh, since I joined up on GitHub on the 28th of August 2012, I joined up three-thirds on there. So. Oh, wow, that's cool.
3: That's a great project to start off with. It's like, and here you go, community.
1: Enjoy yeah. this. Yeah, it was quite cool.
3: That's so good. And I suppose another project that actually people will see immediately, well, in 5.6 is PHP Debug. Mm. And now that Would you mind having a little, just a, a brief like, description of what that is and what it, how it affects us?
1: Yeah, sure. There's two big debuggers for PHP, and Xdebug and Vardump. That's a pretty sorry state of affairs. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't mean to go into competition with Xdebug. Xdebug is a very mature, solid platform. In my view, in my technical view, it's bloated. But that does not stop it doing its job. Uh, And being very useful, so I'm not in competition with XDebug, um, but uh, I won't use software that I don't personally like. So um, we decided that we, we, me and a couple of other people, one other person actually decided that we would write a debugger. And then 24 hours later, another guy joined in, and a few days later, we had this. We had this working debug. it just sort of all came together, and then someone from Zen said, "Could you, could you RSC for inclusion?" And then everyone voted yes. So that must
3: have been cl- great. That must have just been great. This just everyone. I saw that on the website. Yeah, you know, forty out. Yeah,
1: forty said yes. Yeah, yeah, that was a good result. And then um, so yeah, now it's going to be out in uh, PHP five 6, So you have a bundled uh, command line debugger. Might seem a bit. Uh, foreign, so everyone who's sort of grown up.
3: GDB, their... yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. Me, it's GDB. Yeah, that's 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 what we were going for. It's where I'm comfortable. It's what a debugger looks like, and uh, it's worth mentioning that XDebug also has command line client yes. to make it do that sort of stuff as well. But I just wasn't in, I just wasn't in, interested in that. Um, so we decided we'd write one, and we got one, and it works quite well. Um, uh, one, one of the times so over Xdebug. Xdebug, when you load code in Xdebug, it changes it, so that affects how it executes. And so it, it ghosts in the machine, isn't it? You you're chasing stuff that's not there. That's and it.
3: Yeah. That, I suppose that's what I was like. To, like the um the actual implementation details are that yeah, you're doing it a completely different way. You're not actually rewriting the code that's actually being yeah. executed.
1: We, we we actually get control over the um virtual machine rather than change the code so that we can got somewhere in the code to sort of do our business. We do our we do our business by overtaking the virtual machine and letting the code run as it is and then interrupting the virtual machine as a debugger would. Um and that works very well and, and when you run code without using any of the features of a debugger, it runs at the speed that it would anywhere else. That's great. So that, that's a good, that's a nice, it's not, it's not like a necessary thing when you're writing a debugger. You don't think about how this is going to perform. It's just incidental that
3: the way that implementation worked, Yeah, that it could actually do yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's, that's very nice. Um, and also PHP storm have said they're going to in, integrate support and, uh, uh, Java's, uh, clips PDT thing. Oh, that's implement awesome. Implement support. So that's, that's quite nice for everyone because um, it should have a debugger, shouldn't it? I mean, you shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't part of programming. That's isn't it. it. Yeah,
3: exactly. And I mean, that's a, and I mean, that's why people then still because it, it, it doesn't come by default, you know, with XDebug or another. People then do go down the route of var dumping and just exiting and yeah, stuff like that, that and
1: because they haven't got anything better. That's not,
3: it. I, it's like they don't see it. It doesn't come with it out of the box.
1: Yeah. But um, fortunately, everyone recognised that, that was probably a good thing to have in, so that we didn't have to even have any arguments or anything over about about that. So that was nice.
3: It's nice yeah, nice to be able to do something and it just all goes through. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Mickey, uh, is Lou still here?
0: Yeah, Lou is still here. I think he's got time for the quiz if, if, Ooh, if we're yeah, ready he's for still the
3: quiz. Right. Uh, now, I, I did mention this, sorry, uh, Joe, but we do a quiz each week. Okay. Uh, okay. And it's a 10, uh, have you got time for a quiz? I know we've kept you for quite a long time. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? oh, awesome. So it's, uh, I've, I've mustered together 10 questions. Um, they're computer related, PHP related mainly. Uh, they're a pretty, you know, random uh, selection, but, uh, what we do is we just go through the idea what all these questions. I'll give each one of you a randomly, you know, like I'll pick one of you and then we each you each get a go to answer the question. You get the question right. You get a point, And at the end, whoever's got the
0: most wins
3: the prize. Are they, are they multiple choice, Ed? Uh, they aren't multiple choice. Oh, dear. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> actually, actually,
0: um, because Um Joe, I'd feel pretty confident if I was you, to be honest with you. I think you might win this quiz.
3: <laughs> on line number one. No, on line number 52 of the... Oh. Pizza, no, I'm joking. <laughs> right. Uh, the first question is... Uh, and, and actually, this links into a, a tweet that I mentioned. Lot, I don't think last week, the week before. Uh, so the I've in unfollowed ra- you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do. It's horrible. Um, so, in underscore rate. So, you've got that function. Yeah. Okay. And what does the strict flag do when set to true? And I'll go with... Uh, Mickey, you can go first.
0: Oh no, I knew you were going to say (laughs) that. Uh, if in array, and as a strict variable, uh... Do you remember
3: that thing I told you about Fabio? I think it's Fabio from the, uh, uh, the Symphony Project. He showed this example that was a little bit funky.
0: Would you be angry if I said I didn't remember that? I'll be, Um, I'll be
3: hurt, you know, because it just shows you don't listen to me.
0: I vaguely remember you saying something about type hinting, so... Well,
3: type type...
0: Um... God, yeah. something to do with that
3: something to do with type should say
0: yes
2: okay and Lou I've I use in array a lot but I've I've, I've never had any need to kind of see what else it does so I've, I've, I'll be honest I've never investigated it that's so right. I couldn't I couldn't offer an answer
3: that's right but uh, I... and then Joe
1: it's types yeah, types yeah. Are the
3: that's new, yeah. it yeah so it does the type query it does that so if you don't have you have false, it will then do the type coercion to say I think that is right. Type coercion that it will then match the types up. But then if you have it to strict, it will make sure that the types the same as well. Yeah. Okay, so I think both of both of you get a point there, Mickey and Joe. Yes. I probably actually yes, should write out
2: these, good. shouldn't I? I should have like a little <laughs> things up. The, I wouldn't bother putting a loo column. Oh, no! <laughs> you're going to answer. Don't you, sir? <laughs> right, we've got one there,
3: and we've got one there. Right. Okay. Question two. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Uh, Joe, you're going to like this. Uh, As of this morning, what version is the stable release of Pthreads on? And you get an extra point for the exact release
2: date. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Ed. (laughs) Uh,
3: Joe, would you like to go first?
1: Did you really just say Pthreads? Yeah. Which version (laughs) is the which version is the stable
3: release? And you get an extra point if you do the exact release date.
1: Exact release date? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's two point zero point four. I'm not really sure. Uh, don't know when the next day was.
3: That's all right. Uh, how about you, Mickey?
0: Well, I am desperately scouring the web. Uh, no, um, Tokes cheats there, but I've no idea. I'm sorry. I, I can't even hazard a guess.
3: See, I think I've been too mean, haven't I? Really? A
0: little. Yeah, bit. you could say that.
3: I, uh, so <laughs> mean, I was. I was trying to like up the game. I thought you know we're going to do this. I'm going to be. Uh, so it's, it's 2.0.7. I,
2: yeah,
0: didn't
2: I know. It's wrong. He didn't even, didn't even give me a chance.
3: <laughs> oh, he did not let
0: me finish. He, used to, he had that. Can,
2: can I offer my answer, please? Go for it. Uh, 2.0.7. You get a point. Oh, that's good. Thankfully,
3: that was one, did, one of the you, easier ones. Sorry, Joe. What, what did you go for?
1: I got it totally wrong. I said 2.0.4 or something. You know?
3: <laughs> that was actually released in the 28th of, the, of, the, of March this year.
1: Yeah, I'm terrible.
3: <laughs> Actually, the release date of 6 and 7 was the 10th of this month.
1: Yeah. So... Well, I have to do that because when I make silly silly mistakes in a release and I have to repackage it for some obscure, usually Windows, operating system, <laughs> um, um, everyone complains at me if I don't bump up the version and I delete the package. So I have to do that. have to do that. Oh.
3: So, number three... As of PHP 5.6, what is the default char set in the PHP in conf?
2: <laughs>
3: so it was, it was empty. So the default char set. So you've got like char sets. Remember what we, we were talking about the Unicode episode. Uh, yeah. How about yeah. Lou? You go first.
2: Hmm. It has many possible answers. I don't know. UTF-8. That's, that's okay. Just, how about yeah. you, Mickey?
0: Well, I would have said the same, but. It's almost like you're trying to trick us. Uh, I don't... um, Yeah, I'm going to go UTF-8, yeah.
3: Okay, and then Joe?
0: Uh, Repeat the question.
1: Okay, so (laughs) uh, so
3: as of PHP 5.6, what is the default char set in the PHP and E config file?
1: In in the what config file? The
3: PHP and E one, the the default one, so it's empty originally.
1: Oh, 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 uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably
3: UTF-8, but I don't know. It is UTF-8. You're all right. It's yes. Yeah, it's gone from being empty to now having been UTF-8.
0: Boom.
2: Yeah, that,
3: that was the basis for my answer.
2: <laughs>
3: this is going to be a good one. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Lou, uh, Mickey, you're going to love this. Okay. What did the Y2K underscore compliance config setting do? Oh,
0: absolutely nothing.
3: It was removed in PHP 5.4, so it did actually do one thing
0: oh damn it oh,
3: uh, well apparently I found this on the tweet. so obviously tweets are you know
0: oh um, no idea other than probably I've no idea Okay, uh, how
3: about you Joe the Y2K yeah the Y2K compliance it was just a true or false it was a boolean just config setting
1: no idea seems really obscure <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and how about you Luke have we done something to upset you this evening?
1: Yeah. <laughs> did you say something you don't like? <laughs> uh,
2: oh, dear. If, is, it, is it the year 2000? Yes or no? That's what it, it is, does. It is,
3: yeah. Why did you get it? So, ah, right. So
2: <laughs> you're all wrong. That's all my... It, oh, damn so, it. So, it, so
3: it, the, I love it because it, in the actual documentation, it's so generic. Or oh, it says it's enforce year 2000 compliance. Which is okay, because obviously the Y2K underscore compliance, but it doesn't give us that. But from a tweet, if you set it to true, apparently Rasmus, he said, Vira, apparently all this did was set the cookie to use four digit dates or four digit years, sorry. Right. No. <laughs> so Absolutely. I'll, you know, be, obviously, that one. we all need this, you know. Um, <laughs> this is a little bit alright. What does GNU stand for? Is it I'm a type to... of animal? <laughs> so it's the project, you know, the project. So, Lou
1: No, I don't understand what you just said. That wasn't a word. GNU. What? Did you say? Oh, GNU. GNU. I've not heard of that.
3: Uh, GNU. I uh, like you know, like uh, GNU Linux and or GNU uh, like GNU Emacs.
1: Oh, oh, GNU.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. What's that? yeah? Sorry, yeah, GNU. Yeah, sorry. You to say it. That's GNU. <laughs> uh, what How, was the question? I was like, what does that stand for? What is an acronym for?
2: Um ginormous um nasal. Uh, nasal <laughs> uh, I don't know, graf- graphical uh, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I I right. run out of funnies for this one. <laughs> How about you, Mickey? Uh
0: yeah you know what I'm sure I used to know this. Um, no,
2: you've googled it. Don't even don't even go there. <laughs> I don't, even if you come up with the answer, I don't believe you.
0: <laughs> I think it's a trick question. I don't yeah, think I def- there I think
3: is a You all think, always think my questions are tricks. These are just I, valid, nice questions.
0: I don't know the answer, but I do think it's a trick question.
3: Okay, and how about you, Jay?
1: No, yeah. I, I, I've got nothing. It's uh, yeah, so- like a
3: silent J or something. <laughs> <laughs> so what it actually stands for, it's a recursive acronym like PHP, and it's called GNU's not UNIX
0: yeah right. (laughs) because obviously
3: you know Richard Stillman you know it's just like it's not Unix though we were completely just copying it anywho um, so (laughs) these questions are horrible aren't they
0: do I get half a point for trick questions
3: well it wasn't really a trick question though was it because
0: it tricked me it (laughs) tricked so right. uh,
3: but this has been in the news this week yeah um (laughs) Fearless GNU. <laughs> oh. there is actually a canoe oh so uh, wow. lewis just put uh, it is what is it so in the daily mail which is great paper hey uh canoe do you think you are <laughs> the moment of fearless canoe takes life into its own hands by chasing away a cheetah there you go I'm, does he get a point for that and actually I think that so. and the, you know the funny thing is that is the logo of the canoe project so yeah you should you actually yeah you should get a point for it. You'll get a point for that.
1: <laughs> it was an animal. I think they should get a point for it, it an animal. Absolutely.
3: I, Lou, you got yeah. a point. you are now winning with 3. Fantastic. Wow. Okay so here we go this is it now we've got the last 5. Dun, dun. The last 5 the last five because we've oh we've God. had So what yeah. and this has been in the news recently this week. What is the most popular web server among the top 1000 websites ranked by Alexa?
1: It's got to be Nginx if, if the world makes sense.
3: Okay, and Mickey? Apache. And Lewis? I would have said Apache. So Joe's got it right.
0: Oh, uh, wow. Yeah,
3: so th- this week it, it, it turned out, so W3 Techs, which do a lot of like statistics and stuff, it turns out Nginx now runs 38.8% of the top 1,000. Apache running 33.7. And good old IIS runs 92 that's a solid nine point two. <laughs> Apache technically does still run most of the site of known, uh, known sites, but yeah, NGINX is coming, making its way, which is, as you say, uh, Joe, all what we need.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's nice. pretty impressive, isn't it? How long's it been around for? It's been
3: around for quite a while. Like, two thousand and one, I think, so ha- or two thousand and two. Yeah. It has, but it's slowly oh. made its way up, like because of it being a simple system,
0: performance. Yeah,
3: FP- yeah, you know, like the idea, you know, fast CGI type thing. I think I'm talking yeah. that's
1: rubbish. All of that's terrible. that's how that's straight from the eighties. That is awful. What was that? The the, this, this, the 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 fact that we still use a CGI interface. PHP interpreter is terrible. Oh, it
3: so number seven. Yeah. and I'm going to let Lou go first. <laughs> Thank you. What is the different? <laughs> what is the difference between concurrency and parallelism? <laughs>
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. There is. There is a difference. Yes. I've, I've really thought about it. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. You, you guys are so many further years ahead in your uh, development than I am. I'm sure Michael know I hope so. He did this on his course,
3: I think. So if he, thats the thing. Uh, Lou, I had to Google it as well. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. The, uh, the quiz. Did you do the quiz? I'm going to do... go back to golf. <laughs> uh, Lou. I uh, not Lou, Mickey. Sorry.
0: So if you'd asked me this last week, I would have had the word-for-word word answer, which I can't remember Because you,
3: you did the exam.
0: I did do, yeah. But uh, in a nutshell, uh, concurrency is like the, uh, the, the actual application of um, splitting tasks or doing like the whole divide-and-conquer type stuff, whereas parallelism is the actual um, uh, using the resources, the multiple CPUs and the multiple cores and spreading it over those resources
1: okay and Joe yeah I basically agree with that boom and I think
3: you're right yes because so what I've got is concurrency is when two tasks can start run and complete in know overlapping time periods but it doesn't necessarily mean they ever both be running at the same time at yeah. the same instant you know multitasking on a single core machine and then parallelism is yet yeah, where the task literally is run at the same time or multi cores.
0: what um, is I've got a question for Ed then Oh, here we go what All is right. what is hyper threading
3: hyper threading uh something to do with being i hear like, you typing no no it's not <laughs> me that is not is me it not? all right, all right I'll let you um hyper threading hyper is when you're low on something <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think it's when you're really high on something is not it is it high
3: oh yeah hypo is when you're low uh hyper i'm really high on i have no idea go for it man i have no idea
0: well, I hope I'm right now, but I think uh, I think it's primarily like Intel architecture, isn't it? But it's um, it's basically taking one uh, one core and like uh, like simulating two cores, basically.
3: How do they do that? Is that just by doing tight like shifting between?
0: Yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. Maybe Joe knows. I don't know. Is that right, Joe? Do you know that?
1: I I I can't give you a detailed explanation of what um, hyperthreading is. Uh, I only know what they've. Told me when I'm buying CPUs, basically, and uh, <laughs> yeah. when I've when I've read the odd MSDN article, but I I don't I don't really know what it is. I know what it means for code, but I don't really know how it works. They're virtual CPUs, basically. That's pretty cool.
3: Um, this question you're, you're going to hate. Okay, um, so I reckon Mickey, you can go first on this one. Okay, are you ready, Mickey? Wow. Mickey?
0: Oh, sorry. Sorry, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh,
3: you had your mute on mute, yeah?
0: I may have been on mute. Uh,
3: (laughs) So Okay, so how many primitive types does PHP support?
0: And what what
2: are they? Oh, jeez.
0: Oh, man, I have no idea. But I'm trying to think, because I did a little tiny bit of C before I got too scared. Oh, no, primitive.
3: Think think of the types you use just in high-level PHP
0: in high-level PHP yeah, just to prove to uh, it,
3: yeah.
0: well I see I don't I don't know about string I don't know if that's a primitive type yeah. I don't yeah. it is yeah okay all right uh integer um float yep yeah. uh what else would you have um a char no no, we don't. Don't. no not in sorry uh oh, I am clutching at straws here uh I'm gonna kick myself later at this question um uh double? No. no. The no. Flow uh, the
1: same thing.
0: Yeah. Uh I don't know. I give
3: okay. up. Uh Lou? So you've got you've got integer, float, and string. Yeah, pass. Oh well, <laughs> <okay. laughs> well I think about the types you use in PHP. Like trues, what? false
2: Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'll I'll pass.
3: You you guys crack on. Well,
1: Brilliant. <laughs> I'll
3: take but, okay, uh, Joe. What, what are the other four?
1: Yeah, boolean, class, resource, and array.
3: Boom, and uh, and objects.
1: No, no, no. Class, yeah. Oh, yeah, object. class, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Absolutely. So yes. So I reckon uh, I'm gonna have to give oh, gonna give Mickey a point because he got that, yes. and I'm gonna give Joe a point. Okay, number nine. At, at this current time, how large can a string be in PHP? Give uh, Joe, what uh, was
1: that? Two gigabytes.
3: And then Mickey?
0: <laughs> you know what? This seems quite topical because we did talk about something last week, didn't we? Where the, well, I know in the ini file there's something that says two gigabytes, isn't there? Um, uh, well, it's actually it's like
3: a limitation. On, do you remember? We, wait, we, had that t- we actually had that. Because you, you, yeah. you did the quiz last week. And... I did.
0: It was a great quiz, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go with Joe.
3: Okay. Yeah. And then Lou? Yeah,
0: two gigabytes.
3: And you're absolutely right. <laughs> yes is that what is that to do with then Joe is that to do with the 86 architecture yes, like the,
1: size, the maximum size of the 32 bit integer uh,
3: and then will that change there with the 64 bit coming around yes. like uh, uh, yeah awesome awesome okay so you'll get a point there uh, yeah. and then the final question and Mickey you need to get this to draw with Joe uh, and Lou yes. was also there you're awesome <laughs> What does the str to k function do? And I'll say, Mickey, you can go first.
0: String to k. I k. never knew
3: this existed beforehand. I'm not gonna lie.
1: It, t- it tokenizes strings. <laughs> Boom.
0: That's, That's what, what I was gonna j- go for. You're wow.
1: gonna go for that. Yeah. I always
2: <laughs> believed that, Mickey. Yeah. The, w- the one question I knew the answer
1: to. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I uh, think Joe yeah, is a I, very worthy winner. I here. think Joe I, is definitely the winner, and he's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, tokenize his string, so you win the, the week's yeah the week's thing. Congratulations, sir.
1: Well played. <laughs> you know, this is some, this is something
3: that, you know you can take home with you. Well, you're already at home, obviously, and uh, enjoy. The, com- the competition was fierce. Ah, oh. <laughs> and, and the questions <laughs> were so relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, obviously, the Y two K underscore compliance one definitely needed to happen. Uh, yeah dear. Oh dear. yeah. I was, I was glad
2: that one was included <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well that's
3: uh, that's all my notes done really
0: cool uh, well I guess we yeah we'll just say a very big thank you yeah. Joe for uh, coming on the show it's really interesting And thank you
3: yeah thank you uh, so much man I mean appreciate it yeah. if you ever want to come on again just let us know it would be awesome it's been great having you on
0: I guess uh, oh. sorry Joe <laughs> just missed that was
1: well, that just give us a shout if you've got a subject you want to talk about. Oh, a, that would be I'm awesome!
0: That would be awesome. We'll definitely have you back on. But if you got, um, uh, I don't know if you've anything. I uh, like if you got your own website or your own Twitter handle. Yeah, you anything you to want to like
3: pimp out? and stuff. Like we've got, we'll put P threads and we'll definitely put like PHP mm. debug. But anything like you want to kind of let anyone know about.
1: Uh, my GitHub account, I suppose, is where I do all my interesting things. Semi interesting things.
3: Do you, do you blog at all or anywhere or?
1: Well, I did yesterday, but... Ah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, jet, yeah. I don't. Um, I I got a domain, and I just am extremely lazy when it comes to stuff like that. And I I, I asked a friend to set up the website, and the guy who'd done the phpdebug.com website, I asked him to do it, but I don't really feel I can push him to do it, and I'm probably not going to do it now. We <laughs> 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 just stick to writing code, actually. Yeah.
3: Oh well, great! Well, great to have you on. I mean, like, if you ever, yeah. yeah, if there's anything ever you want to talk about, and you can't be bothered to write a post, yeah. Absolutely, come on, and we can discuss it on the podcast.
0: Hundred percent. Cool. Awesome. Um, I guess the other thing we should mention is the the meetup that we're going to, and maybe yes. Joe might be Oh yeah, that's so. a
3: good point, actually. Yeah, we, we've well, go for it, Mick. You might as well.
0: Uh, I would have remembered the date, venue, or any of the so details
3: on meetup.com. So last week when we had uh, our two great guests on, they they mentioned like you know that we. Well, there are meetups around, um, and it yeah. turns out there are meetups around. We're just lazy, and we just don't yeah. think about it. And uh, so, me, me, uh, I, yeah, I think me and Mickey are on it now. I think Lou, are you, you in for it? Yeah, hopefully, awesome. So, there's a web developer. I mean, it's just a meetup with a bunch of people in Maidstone on the Thursday, June the nineteenth. And... Oh yeah. Hey, have, you, have you seen that?
1: Uh, I'm on I'm on Meetup, and um, I'll tell you an embarrassing story quickly. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I signed up there and I, it was just before the PHP UK conference. I'm not very good with big crowds and that. And, uh, I, someone gave me tickets to go to the PHP UK conference and I thought I'd go to this meetup thing just to see what it was like.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, I drove all the way there, parked outside the pub where it was at, walked past the window of the pub, got back into the car and drove home. Oh really? Was it not? Oh, so so
3: you actually went to this one, the web developer one?
1: Um, I, I, I didn't, I, I failed to go, I walked past it and thought no I won't Oh man, then well, I... if you,
3: if you want, we're, we're going, we're, we're literally, if it turns out to be cr- well, crap, which I hope it won't, I'm sure it'll be nice We're just thinking of <laughs> having a couple of drinks, just meet up, yeah, it be, be great to have.
1: Yeah and then I went to the PHP UK one, it was pretty disappointing really Really?
3: Oh man, yeah. but hey, well, uh, we could talk about this off air maybe, and, yeah, <clears> just, it'd be awesome, meet <clears> up face to face
0: should definitely come it'd be good, even if it is no... You know, if it if it's not very good, we can just have a drink and that's what I was thinking. Because it, it's that yeah. one
3: thing. It's like that scary, like meeting these people. You're just like, yeah. I don't really want to meet, but then you do because you get to yeah. So that'd be really cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah, but if anyone's listening who's in the UK area or close to Kent, then uh, or, you or maybe should come up as north
3: well. if you want to drive all the way down because uh, maybe you do
0: care. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Lamin will uh, come yeah. down as well. I'll be <laughs> yeah.
3: Good. All the way from Manchester. I don't yeah. love that. Oh, if he was
0: dear. committed, he would.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. The guilt trip. If you liked us, you would.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, awesome. uh, I want to say yeah. Big thank you to to Ed for preparing notes, questions, quiz, etc. And uh, and yeah, thanks again, Joe, for coming on. It's been really uh, really interesting. So we'll be back next week, guys. Uh, we'll see you then.
3: Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Bye
0: you've been listening to three devs and a maybe you can contact us at contact at three devs and a maybe dot com or follow us on twitter at the number three devs and a maybe